Hello, 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 and welcome to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host, and I am so happy that you are here with me today. This is season five, episode 177. This is also part eight in a 12-part series on surrender. So welcome. If you are new here, this is my space, my little podcast space to share the tips and the tools and all of the things that I do to help myself and my clients, my family move into light, into a high vibrational frequency and out of the darkness. If you are a return listener, thank you so much for coming back. I am recording this on Sunday, the 21st. Um, it's quite early in the morning, but the sun has come up. The light is streaming through my office windows. Um, we just painted this room a very pretty shade of pale pink, kind of a mauve. And we are settled in and cozy. And I am just so thrilled to be sitting in this space recording with you today. This podcast is one that is near and dear to my heart. It's a little bit of a vulnerable share for me today. But I want to share it because I feel like January is the perfect month. In fact, three weeks ago probably would have been a better time to share this, but I believe all things are divinely guided. There's perfection in divine timing, and so everything is perfect. But for the month of January, I'm going to invite you to settle in today because I have a feeling that this podcast is going to really hit some of you right in the heart center. So if I were looking at you, I would say, please raise your hand if you decided to start something new in January. You decided to go on a diet, start an exercise program, cut out sugar, um, start monitoring your water intake. You decided you needed to get thinner, skinnier, stronger, healthier, whatever it might be. And January felt like the perfect time. Just raise your hand. Yeah. A few years ago, I was very much guided to stop New Year's resolutions, to stop January makeover thoughts, to just walk away from that whole industry. And it is an industry. If you look at social media or Facebook or TV commercials, they are inundated right now with join Weight Watchers, join Zoom, join Noom, join whatever it is to help you get thinner, get skinnier, get stronger, get healthier, get well. But why January? Because January seems like the start of a new year and time for new habits, right? I am here to tell you that it would be so much nicer and so much easier, one, to strive for 12 months of the year to get healthier. Notice I'm not saying skinnier or thinner or smaller or shrinking your size, healthier but to constantly be on guard and aware of how to promote further health and longevity in your body. Not to make these crazy resolutions in January only to wake up the third week of January or the fourth week of January and say, wow, that went out the door fast and I failed. And then you spend the next month or two feeling like a failure, living however you live, eating what you want, not working out because you felt like you failed. There is an entire industry here in the United States. And a little bit of that in France I'm learning as well because I've heard a lot of Weight Watcher commercials in the past week. But there's an industry that is designed to make you feel bad about yourself, about your appearance, about the way you look, about your size, 
so that they can sell you something. I am here today to remind you that your physical body is the shell, it's the holding, it's the container for your soul. And one of the best things that we can do in this physical form, in human body form, is to embrace and love our physical bodies. That is not to say that there are not ways in which you can promote your health. There are not changes you can make to promote longevity. There are not things you can add or subtract for your overall wellness. I'm not saying you ignore it, right? But what I am saying is you come to embrace and love the body you are in. A little bit of a vulnerable share here. When I was in about sixth, seventh grade, puberty time, um, I developed really early. So by seventh grade, I had a tiny waist. I had hips. I had curves. I needed a bra. I had my period. I, you know, I was very much a, the divine feminine female shape, right? That hourglass shape. I had a tiny waist. Um, but that tiny waist made my hips and my thighs look even bigger. In the U.S. standards, I was maybe a size three, <laughs> occasionally a five, but usually a three. Um, so I was not a big person, right? But there was relentless teasing about my thighs and my hips because they weren't tiny. I'm a very muscular person. I've always been muscular. My legs are not skinny. They're muscular. And I took so much teasing and harassment and it made me incredibly, incredibly conscious, self-conscious, self-aware, self-loathing at times because I didn't have those long skinny legs that were so desirable at the time. Um, I was a cheerleader. I could tumble, I could flip, I could all of the things. My body was strong, I was healthy, I was muscular, I could hold myself. Um, but the teasing that, that, that came from my shape stuck with me for a lot of years, a lot of years. And it makes me now look back and think, wow, I spent a big chunk of time wishing my body looked different, not embracing where I was with my physicality, not embracing the lo or loving the body that I was given, right? Now I know the body I asked to be born into, but nonetheless, I wasn't embracing myself. I wasn't embracing the physicality. I wasn't surrendering to the body I have and making the best use of it. I spent a lot of time wishing it were different. I look back now to that size three, and I'm not huge now. It's not like I've, you know, anyway, not a lot of changes, but enough changes that I don't have that same body that I had in those years. None of us do at 50 compared to 16 or 14, right? Um, but I look at my body now and I embrace it. I surrender to it. I love it. I nourish it. I don't feel the need to fit into a box or to fit into one size or to shrink myself. Um, what I want for my body is wellness and health and strength and longevity, but I don't need to be a size zero. 
And I'm certainly not going to add five inches to my legs so that I have long skinny legs because that is never going to happen. And so I look back to that seventh grade girl, that 13-year-old girl who would come home in tears because of the teasing. They used to call me Theismann. Um, if you're a Steelers football fan, that will make sense to you um, from back in the day. And it really was relentless. And I am here today to deliver the message to you that maybe today you surrender. You surrender to the idea that you should look a certain way or that your body should be fitting into a certain size or that you need to do X, Y, and Z to feel socially acceptable or to feel attractive. What if you took all of your clothes off and stood naked in front of a mirror and loved your body? And I will guarantee you that that task is difficult. It is difficult to stand naked in front of a mirror and embrace and surrender and look at yourself through the eyes of spirit energy and look at all that your body can do, has done, will do for you. Then ask yourself in that loving tone of voice, what does my body need? And surrender to it. Maybe your body does need less carbs. Maybe your body does need more protein. Maybe your body needs more outside walks. Maybe your body is nutrient deficient and you really do need some blood work and, a, and some good supplements. I don't know what your body needs, but I know that you can't support your body fully and your wellness and your longevity unless you are looking to your body with love and grace and asking, what do you need? How can I support your you as my body, right? And there's a surrender that comes to this. There's a surrender and acceptance that comes to loving the body you are currently in. Maybe your body's changing. Maybe you've just started a great workout plan and you're beginning to feel strength and you're building muscle and, and you're liking the way it looks. Love it. Love the changes. But don't beat yourself up if the changes stop. Continue to love that body. Continue to look at your body and your physicality with ease and with grace and and with such a sense of awe. You know, I had the experience a few weeks ago of really being reminded about all of the things our bodies can do. My baby granddaughter was sick with RSV. And um, her mama is breastfeeding. And I was reminded that the breast milk changes to meet our baby granddaughter's needs. And it's always exactly what it needs. The mama's breast milk is always exactly what the baby's nutritional needs are. How freaking amazing is the human body? Think of the fact that your heart continues to pump blood throughout your body even when you're sleeping. Your lungs continue to breathe oxygen and air even when you're at rest, even when you're doing something like reading a book or doing work or driving your car, recording a podcast, your lungs are breathing, your eyes are seeing, your eyes are blinking to keep them moist. Your body is this fantastic, incredible creature that works and maneuvers its way through space and time on the planet with or without your guidance and your support. 
And as I think about breast milk, I'm always in awe because that breast milk when the baby's first born is one way. And as the baby learns to to nurse and needs more nutrients, the breast milk changes. As the baby gets sick, the breast milk changes again to adapt. And our bodies are like that. They know and they respond. So why am I sharing that with you? I'm sharing that because when you look at your body through the eyes of love and awe and gratitude, your body responds to that. When you look at your body with loathing or disgust or frustration or you're trying to shrink it or reshape it or you're not happy with it, you're not content, you're not surrendered to the body that you have, your body feels that as well as a living, breathing creature. If you have seen the studies about plants where people talk kindly and gently and play music to plants and they flourish, and the plants that sit in a room by themselves or those that are yeah, like yelled at or screamed at, the difference between the flourishing plant and the dying plant is huge. And it's the talk, it's the energy that's coming at those plants. Our bodies are just like that. So what's the message today? The message today is love your body. Surrender to the body that you are in. Doesn't mean give up on it. It means allow. It means gently look at the body that you are in and find the ways it needs support and then do that. But surrendering to the body that you have. Dressing for the body that you have, right? Um, Putting on clothes that make you feel good and emphasize your goodness. How many of you have seen someone walking down the street and all of their clothes are three sizes too small? And they've gained weight and they've refused to acknowledge that they're a bigger person than they were. So they're still wearing the same old things in the hopes that they'll fit in that size again. What if you just buy some new clothes and embrace the fact that your body has changed? Maybe you don't like the changes. Maybe the changes are not healthy for you. Maybe there is something there that you need to address. But maybe you address it by looking at where you are gently and kindly and compassionately. I just feel like this is such a huge message in the month of January because we truly are inundated on social media, on television, on the radio stations, on everybody is doing a New Year's challenge or a resolution or a, a diet plan or a new workout plan. And what if you chose to just treat your body with loving kindness all year long? What if you reminded yourself that you have this one physical body and your responsibility throughout the year, not just in January, is to take care of this physical body loving care of it so that it can serve you. I look at the miles. I've been a walker or a runner my whole life. Like I love to just walk, right? Um, I mean, I've done a lot of things. I've done martial arts. I've done swimming. I've done tennis. I've done racquetball. Um, I was a cheerleader, so gymnastics. I've done um, aerobics, I've done water aerobics, uh, step classes, spin classes, you name it. I love being physical and moving my body. But when I look at how many miles I've walked in my lifetime, if I can't look at those miles and thank my legs, my body for moving, I'm missing something, right? I'm missing the fact that I need to offer my body gratitude. 
So I would love for you in this month of January to stop for a minute. I'm not saying stop your resolutions. But what I am saying is stop and really feel into the body and see what the body wants, what the body needs, and how you as a human being can serve your physical body. Now, granted, if your body wants a whole bag of Lay's potato chips, that should set off some some blinkers, right? (laughs) Some morning lights. But if you stop and you get really still and your body just feels tight, it needs stretching, honor that with some stretching. It doesn't mean you have to go start a whole new program. It just means spend 10 or 15 minutes each morning as you roll out of bed and your feet touch the ground. Allow your body to stretch and to move. Feel into your bones, your muscles, your tendons, your ligaments, and and stretch and move a little bit. And maybe that becomes the practice for you. Each morning you become very, very centered and very grounded and you feel into your body and say, body, how do you need to move this morning to fully wake yourself up? And it's really coming into a mindful awareness of what the body needs and how you can serve those needs. There are days where midway through the day, I'll realize I have been focusing and concentrating so much. My neck and shoulders feel tight and I'll say, what does my body need? My body needs to stretch. And I'll just pull out a yoga mat and I will spend 15 minutes of moving. Not a workout, not a structured yoga routine, just moving, allowing the muscles to let go, surrendering to the movements. And in 10 minutes time, I feel revitalized. And I can come back to my work or my writing or whatever it is I'm doing, and I feel energized. And so feeling into our body is so important. If you are living on caffeine all day long, that's your body saying, I need, I need energy. And if you're not nourishing it with really quality proteins and food sources, your body's going to crave nutrition and, and need that to keep going. And so if you are substituting healthy nutrition with caffeine, that's a blinking neon sign that says, wait, stop, look at this, check this out, right? If you are falling asleep at odd times through the day and you have been you know, overloading your carbs, your body's saying, let me sleep, let me rest. And really you're feeling sluggish because of your diet. And so you need to dive into that, into the nutritional aspect and look at that and see how can I sustain my energy throughout the day? I wear a lot of hats. Um, Some of you may or may not know that I studied and went through an entire holistic nutrition program. So I'm a certified holistic nutritional consultant and So food always enters into my conversation because I truly believe that what we eat and how we feed and nourish our bodies plays a huge role in how we function. And so I can't separate, knowing what I know about food and nutrition and wellness, I can't separate food from wellness because they're all entrenched. They're all combined, right? But I know just as well that physicality and moving our body and getting still and meditating and connecting with spirit energy, these things all play a role in our health and our wellness and our longevity. But what I'm saying to you is surrender the idea of what society says your body should look and feel like and really embrace and dive into 
what you feel your body feels like, should feel like, how you should feel like functioning, your energy levels. Tune into what your body is asking for, right? We get really lopsided when we spend too much time looking at the societal rules and the societal norms and the societal guidelines, and we forget to go into our own human body. Our bodies are wise beyond measure. I truly believe that. And it is so important, so valuable, that we look at our bodies as part of the whole, part of our mind, body, spirit connection. Our physical body is just one piece of that. Our spiritual connection is another. Our mental health is another. Our nutrition, our wellness nutritional components, what we feed ourselves, it all comes together. But I invite you today to surrender to the physical body. Dive into your body and ask, what does my body need? Maybe you're full of inflammation and your body would relish a cold shower every day or some cold plunging a couple times a week. Does it help? Absolutely. Does it sound fun? No. But does it serve your body? Yes. And maybe your body is fighting a lot of inflammation. And I am just here today to not tell you how to do it, but just tell you to do it. I am here to remind you to skip listening to the societal norms and dive in and listen fully, intuitively, to your body. It's the best thing you can do. Our bodies are wise beyond measure. We are God incarnate. And maybe you do believe that, maybe you don't. But I believe there is God within us. And because of that, intuitively, we are very self-aware. And it is our responsibility to tune into our bodies and figure out how to serve them. And surrender. And then do what our bodies are asking for. And quit listening to the media and anything else outside of ourselves that is guiding us to shrink ourselves or to join a program or join the gym or get smaller or get skinnier. It's not what you need. What you need is to intuitively listen to yourself, to your physical body. And then do your best to follow. And if intuitively you know there's something you need, but you don't know how to get it or how to achieve it or how to do it, then you can reach out for assistance. I coach a lot of people around the planet on nutrition, on yoga, on meditation, on overall wellness because of all of my studies kind of converge on health and wellness, right? It all comes together in a big package. And so that's part of the work I do. Yes, I do intuitive work and yes, I help a lot of clients um, find their healing. They discover it on their own. But I'm a guide to, to, to do that through the intuitive sessions and through the Akashic Record sessions. But I also work very much in the reality world of guiding people to health and wellness. But I'm here to tell you, joining a, a gym and making a New Year's resolution to join Weight Watchers in January is not going to be the answer. Cultivating a loving, kind, surrendered relationship with the body will work every time. But it's a practice. And for some of you, it does not come naturally. So some, sometimes you do need guidance in that realm. I hope that today's podcast 
hits some of you right in the heart center. Because I know that there are some of you who listen to these podcasts and who have started your New Year's January resolutions and are on a diet. I know this for a fact. And if you are one of those people, I'm going to encourage you to reach out and let's have a session together and let's figure out what your body needs so that you can best be of service to your physical body. Right? That's the way you serve your body. That's the way you get in alignment with your physical body. You surrender to what your body needs and what its requirements are, and you go forward. I hope today's podcast resonates. I know that it will resonate with some of you because I've had this conversation in the past few weeks with a couple of my clients. So I know that there are a few of you out there who definitely need to hear this message, but I strongly urge you to look at what you're doing in January and see if it's something that you can sustain for 12 months, for the entire year. Does it make you feel good? Are you looking at your body with gratitude and with grace? Are you loving the reflection coming back at you? And notice I'm not saying, are you loving the size you're in? Because maybe you don't, and that's okay. But love where you are right now and love the body for all it is doing for you on a daily basis. Gratitude, love, grace. I hope this finds you in a really healthy and happy state today, whenever you find this podcast. I hope January has become a beautiful month for you. There's a lot of growth and expansion going on on the planet right now. There's also a lot of change. And January and February this year have been um, kind of labeled as the change months. So if you feel like your life feels a little bit out of control, know that this is the time for it. We are doing massive, massive amounts of recalibration through the end of February. And we're all here for it. We all signed up to be here on the planet for this massive recalibration in these two months of January and February. So my hope is you are healthy and happy and doing well. And I will be back soon with um, part nine of this surrendered um, set of podcasts. This is part eight about surrendering to the body. Part nine will be coming out within the week, and I hope they resonate. I hope you're feeling a little more surrendered, a little more loose, a little more free, a little less tied up. All right, best wishes for a beautiful week ahead, and we will talk soon. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, if this podcast resonates, please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Talk soon. Thanks.